Hey everyone, welcome to a live episode of Adelaide that we recorded way back in March at the 2020 Adelaide Fringe. Seems like a lifetime ago, Dan. It really does, literally just before this whole thing I hit. think in this episode I even crack a joke about you're, you're all doing really well being in a place with so many, <laughs> being in a crowded space with so many other people, because at the time... It wasn't quite here. It, it was funny then. But the threat <laughs> that it might be soon was sort of on the horizon. But people weren't expecting. People. At, it was still at that stage where people were telling me, yeah, I got my holiday booked next month to Italy. I'm still expecting to yep. go. Yep, exactly. And liter- yeah, literally this night, um, some relatives of mine were like, yeah, we're going to Scotland later this year. Guess what? They're yeah, not in Scotland. They're not, they're not going But to listen, this episode is about... There is no Scotland anymore. <laughs> What? <laughs> this episode is about baking, and you might have noticed... Getting baked. This, well, this ep- it is actually, but this episode is about baking, um, but the reason we've been absent as of late is we both have a lot going on in our lives, but more importantly, Adelol has secured a fantastic sponsor, yes. in, in, but what's even more important, it's in a brand that we genuinely love, and we yes. have talked about, and we've yes. done an episode on. We cannot thank Balfour's Bakery enough for sponsoring Adelol. That's right. Moving forward, you'll be hearing a new series from us called Half-Baked Histories, brought yep. to you by Balfour's Bakery yep. and Adelol Podcast. We can't wait. What's more important, it's also going to be a video series that we'll be streaming on our Facebook and on YouTube yes. and wherever else as yep. well. So it's going to be up on a few platforms for people to watch and enjoy. So you get to look at us as if we're... It's the same experience as what you get at a live gig, except uh, you can watch it and watch it again. Oh, which is beautiful. But look, yeah, we can't thank Balfour's enough. They're bringing home the taste of SA. As everyone knows, Balfour's fantastic brand that's been in South Australia for over 167 years. Yep. My family, a big part of Balfour's. My grandfather worked there for 40 years. If you want to listen to our episode on Balfour's a while ago. Um, but yeah, we can't thank the team at Balfour's enough. And look... Support though them because they're supporting us, really. Yeah, absolutely. And you know what, as well, what I really love about this is uh, I feel like we finally are a legitimate podcast now because all of my <laughs> favorite podcasts, and I think for a lot of other people too, you listen to a podcast, they're always stopping at like, you know, uh, at relevant points and yep. doing little segues to be like, you know what, let me tell you about Zip Recruiter. And you're mm. like, oh, here we go again. <laughs> We're going to be able to do that, except we're going to be talking about a product we actually believe in. I know. Because who doesn't love a bit of pie and pasty? Yeah, and we're not even lying when we say that, which is the best part about this sponsor. No, I mean... It's, it's the company that brings the world frog cakes, Dan. I mean, what, what's not to love? That's right. So, look, um, it, you are going to hear more at LOL, and it really is thanks to Balfour's because, yeah, it's been, it's been hard for us recently, but yep. we've, you know, because of this, we're keeping going. So, go grab yourself a pie pasty, sausage roll, frog cake, any of their gear today. And we're going to be able to do more fun and, and exciting content as well going forward, including more video stuff in the future and exploring uh, episodes and stories that we've never been able to explore before because I know. we just haven't had the resources. Yeah, and now we get to do those more in depth. So thanks for sticking with us. We know it's been a while. Um, for those of you who do appreciate our podcast, which is, you know, dozens. people. Dozens of, <laughs> dozens of people. <laughs> At so, least a dozen. A baker's, a baker's dozen. Ah, there we go. Hey. Thanks, Balfers. Uh, on with the show. On with the show. Hello! We've sold it out again. We can't believe it. You guys are in for a treat. If you know the words, please sing along. If you want heaps good history, a little touch of mystery with, with lots, lots of hilarity. Hello. All, right. all three of our listeners knew the words. Hey. Fantastic. Fantastic. Thanks for coming out, Mama. Really. How are you all doing? Welcome, welcome. We are at LOL and we can't believe this is our third show in three nights, so we are absolutely wrecked. Third one we've sold out as well. We've had uh, rapists, we've had 
pedophile priests. Not here, in the, the stories. Those were the other two stories, sorry, yeah. <laughs> We've also, well, I don't know. I don't know most of you, so I'm not pointing the finger. Um, you might be. Um, but uh, what are we going to have tonight, Dan? I'm guessing corrupt, Mate, corrupt politicians. We're just going to have some fun. Okay, That's cool. all it's about. All right. Because it's about, this is about fun. We are at LOL. Basically what we are is two dickheads that tell stories from South Australia's unique... And often hilarious history. My name's Dan. I'm a born and bred South Australian. And every episode, it's a completely different topic. And I tell a story to my good mate, Tom. Who moved here in 2003 from the United Kingdom. And I bring a touch of the outsider's perspective on the stories. Here's the thing, though. Tom doesn't know what the story is no, going to be about. not even tonight. And I printed it tonight because Dan's printer shit itself. <laughs> and I made my wife staple the piece of paper together and I folded it and put it in my car so that I wouldn't see even the first line of what tonight's Why story is. Why are all these pages sticky, mate? Uh, yeah, okay. It's a, it's a pretty exciting story. I did have a peek. <laughs> so, no, it's a very good story tonight. And we are honoured to be here. And we are honoured, we are truly honoured to have you here because the Adelaide Fringe now has all these absolutely huge acts and huge international artists at the, at the peak of their game. And it really does make it hard for the little local guys to try and get a leg up. Um, but you guys are keeping it alive. So we really thank you all for that. Yeah, we, we, we can't thank you enough. And our tickets. And we've already got your money. So it doesn't matter what we do now. And our I guess. tickets are slightly cheaper than Arch Barker. So we are. <laughs> But we do new material every night, and I That's don't think right. he's done new material in 20 years. In about 20 so, years, yes, okay. So, yeah. so, tonight we have been keeping with the true crime. Uh, theme over the last three nights Ooh. because that's what people love now in podcasts, isn't it? It's that's like, right. Love a bit of true crime. That's right. Podcasts, it's all about the true crime. First night, we told the story of uh, Colin Creed, a bank copper and a bank robber who robbed banks all over the um, all over the state, uh, was eventually caught by another copper. Uh, we got him yep. along on the night to tell the story of how... The he other copper, not the rapist murderer. <laughs> no, no. Bank robber. No. Last night was about uh, the Agape uh, Ministries International, uh, a crazy, crazy cult here in South Australia. One of our listeners was... A Allegedly a cult. Allegedly, allegedly a, cult. a cult. One of our listeners, uh, Kimberly, was uh, allegedly, uh, well, she grew up next door to him and uh, I, I think he needed some therapy after oh, last night's yeah. session. Uh, yeah. But tonight, it's just about a guy messing up at work. And who hasn't oh. messed up at work? Oh, well, yeah. You ever we messed do. up at work? We do that all the time. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I've messed up at work. I yeah. We've all had a, a bit of a cock up at work. Um, South Australians have been cocking up at work for a very long time, I can tell you that. In the past, we've explored stories of a South Australia postal worker who just... Postman fat. Uh, who just couldn't be bothered delivering mail to a particular suburb because it was too far away. So he just took it to his cupboard in his home. Yeah. We told the story of a Rundle Street gun shop owner who, in 1976, decided it was a great idea to hand over a loaded rifle to a customer, which resulted in one of Adelaide's biggest gun sieges. We've told the story of my grandfather, who, while working at Balfour's as a baker... Head they, said, they said, uh, hey, Jim, can you take these two, um, two interstate investors out to lunch? Here's the company credit card. So he takes them to a restaurant without realising it's a strip club. But they were very happy. They invested in the company. And uh, the next time they came to our state, they said, oh, can we, can we have lunch with Jim again? So <laughs> he did all right. And, of course, we told the story in 1998 while Adelaide was trying to secure the Commonwealth Games in Adelaide. Our officials bribed a Kenyan official who literally had no say in where the games were going to be held. They just thought he did. No power to. Uh, but what they the bribed him with was used Mitsubishi car parts. That's a true story. There are some yeah. cooked stories in South Australian history, and that's what we like to explore here yes. at Adelaide. Yes, and do. that's what we're going to explore tonight. But before we get to our main story, there was just this. 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 I read a lot of old newspapers. And there was just this one that really struck me. And I'm like, I have to read this out, but it's not worthy of a full episode. Okay. But it's just a great 
Great mess up at work. So right, I'm, I'm keen. Let's it's do from it. 93 years ago. The Gawler Bunyip. So what a name for a newspaper. That's, so, that's the newspaper 1927. Gawler. The job of sand carting from the bed of the North Para River, which I think is Barossaway. Should have looked that sand up. Sand carting is when you get sand and move it from yep, one place yeah, to another. Yeah, basically. Um, sounds exactly what it sounds It's an arduous like. one. And all sorts of practices are resorted to to cope with the wetness of the water and severity of the task. Water is wet, so that's, you know, that's understandable. <laughs> Last Tuesday afternoon, a crew of workmen were removing sand in their regulation costume of a singlet with legs encased in gumboots. Those not in possession also, of gumboots... Also, their regulation costume sounds hilarious. So they're, they're uniform. They're uniform. Yeah, right. Those who didn't have boots um, pulled up their trousers to the seam. Perhaps in an attempt to manage the heat, one worker had abruptly decided to go back to nature with his only covering being a hat. What's all you need? <laughs> When the other men asked the nude worker to cover himself, he refused and kept working. Okay. <laughs> the crew, gonna, he's going to get a very sunburnt willy, isn't he? The crew supervisor was then alerted as to what was happening upstream, go, goes up there, I assume, approached the unclad worker and ordered him to reclothe or leave. Oi, that's not a regulation hat. <laughs> <laughs> it's not a union-approved helmet. That's not a union-approved helmet either. It's just... <laughs> First dick joke of the night. There Let's we go. keep him going. Hey. hey, we need to get one of those clickers for the dick jokes. <laughs> uh, it was um, so the boss is like, "Get your clothes on, or you can, yeah. you can yeah. get out of the company." Yeah. However, it was soon revealed that the man was not even an, a paid employee of the work crew. Oh. <laughs> when asked by the supervisor as to what he was doing there, just rocking out with his cock out. <laughs> yeah. The reported nude man simply replied, "I just like to help." I just like to help. I just like to help. Wow. Get back to helping. <laughs> That's brilliant. Is it a time when you could get in trouble for asking employees to put their clothes on? The opposite of yes, the issue absolutely. Right now. But look, we're going to move on to more recent times tonight. And this is a story some of you may remember. Tonight's story involves food prep, much like yours. Okay, which cool. Is, which, cool, is, cool. which is a good story. So if anyone's eating, you know, maybe put a stop to that. Yeah. And speaking of food Cock-ups at work. This is one I... W this was my story that I'm going to share with sure, you. Sure, sure, sure. Uh, a little personal story. A friend of mine was having a third birthday party for her daughter. Because this is what history is about. We all have little pieces of history and it's all In our fun. own lives, that's right. I was three once. <laughs> <laughs> um, she was having a third birthday party for her child and um, she asked uh, my wife if, if we knew anyone who, who made custom cakes because her daughter really wanted a uni unicorn cake. Kids are into unicorns, and she, oh, sure, we, we actually sure. do know someone. She runs her own little side business. Um, we'll, we'll hook you guys up together. All good. So she agrees to make the unicorn cake. The night before the party, uh, I get a text from our friend who's having the third birthday party of the unicorn cake. Um, this is what had been delivered the night before. Now... Right. <laughs> <laughs> we are a podcast. Oh... <laughs> <laughs> but um, for those of you listening and aren't here tonight, what is on the screen at the moment is a very phallic-looking phallic. horn. This very is not photoshopped horn. in any way. Uh, yeah. Apparently the hole in the end was for yes. um, the skewer to hold it up. Right, okay. Look at that. Yeah. So she, I'm guessing she, she does cakes for a lot of hens parties. <laughs> <laughs> it was um, full of cream as well for some reason. Not, not oh, entirely, there we go. Not entirely sure what. Yeah, Second yeah. dick joke of the night. Yeah, well, first semen joke of the night. Second dick joke of the that's night. That's correct. Um, so, yeah, now that's a cock okay, don't, you don't at have work. To, you don't have to keep it zoomed in. Okay, so... Way, 
We're like, what do we do? It's too late. Why to... have you crossed your legs now? Well, <laughs> <laughs> this is just a selfie, by the way. I don't know how that got on there. Dan's actually underneath the table, <laughs> and the, the cake just has a hole in the top. He just uh-huh. He's the guy, he's the workman that just gets his junk out and just says it's because he likes to help. So, <laughs> it was a glorious cake. Um, so... The next day we get to the party and we're like, what do we do? Because you can't have pictures of your daughter blowing out the birthday cake <laughs> kind of thing. So yeah, like, that's, yeah, what it's, it's, so getting, it's getting a bit Jim will fix we it. Kind of improvi- we kind of improvised a bit and we put a bit of a, um, uh, you know, like... Oh, a, that's nice. Yeah, yeah that, that's, that's a bit nice. Party hat on it. <laughs> so we have a laugh. What's crazy is that that would have been so much better <laughs> it was. in the first place. Yeah. Which makes me question why they needed to do the, put the dick on the cake. So this, this is a true story. This is not... So, um, so yeah, the mum kept the horn, put it in a top drawer for some reason. I don't know why that was. <laughs> it was made of fondant, so it hardens up over time. Uh, so, but worst part is, a couple of months later, we all, we all have a laugh, forget about it. A couple of months later, uh, my daughter's having her third birthday party. No unicorn cakes, please. Yeah, no. Um, and uh, both of the mothers have invited her along. And I'm like, oh... Hey you, this is hey you, and she made the cake for your party. And I'm like, what have I done? I've oh. completely forgotten about it. Then the woman who made the cake said, oh, sorry about the horn. I thought it looked a bit like a dick. <laughs> she admits it. Well, why would you put it on the cake? <laughs> so I thought you wouldn't notice. Apparently so. she, she just did it. She didn't have time. And, and that's, the, that's the story. So, Look, we've all settled for a, for a you know, uh, I'm, not, I'm, not, I'm not even going to go there. I'm not even going to go there. Fair enough, fair enough. But look. <laughs> We've, we've, we've bullshitted on enough. Let's get to tonight's main okay, story. Let's do it. Another. And, uh, so that was the food prep bit, or now we're going to explore some food? Oh, prep? there's more food prep coming. Okay, it's cool. all about food tonight. Food right. and true crime together at last. It's what you really want in a podcast. Excellent. Uh, but no, tonight's main story another baking cock up. Some of you will probably remember this story because I certainly remember this story happening, uh, but I don't remember it being as crazy as it was. Okay. Um, so more details have kind of come out in No, the no, since. not really It was just very hard to find And I'll explain why in a moment all right, all right. I remember it happening Because I was about 13 or 14 at the time And I've been wanting to do a story about this for some time But okay. there's just been I haven't been able to find the information on it Because it kind of falls in this period where Anything before like the 1950s You can find on the internet in the newspaper Anything kind of like to the 70s to 90 Like 1990 You can find in the newspaper There's like this black hole from 1990 to about so when 2000 So as the internet's just in its infancy It's like they weren't really putting everything on the internet Yep But then over time Just the important we've stuff We've caught up with all the important stuff from before the internet So yeah, yep. okay, I get you I get what yep. you're saying So he gets what's going on So Luckily, I, mani- I went to the State Library and I found some nerds there who knew how to find things. Because yes. um, if you work in the Thank library... Thank you, nerds of the library. Thank you. And I was actually able to get in touch with the main character of the story um, who wishes to remain completely anonymous, which, for reasons you'll, you'll find out why. It's always soon. an indicator that it's going to be fucking hilarious. Oh, it's a good story, mate. It's a good story. Whenever and someone says, I'll let you tell the story, but don't reveal my name on the podcast. <laughs> yeah. I'm like, no one listens to our podcast and they're like, I still don't want my name out there. You know it's going to be a cooked story. This is absolutely crazy. Excellent. Some of you will know the story, but I'm, I'm going to wager that Tom doesn't know the story because you moved here in 2003. 2003. This happened yeah. in 1999. So if you do know the story, don't shout out anything, but just give us kind of a bit of a nod if you know where this is going. Okay. Because this is my favourite part about South Australia. Are you going to give us a headline or something? If it's... I won't give you a headline yet, um, but we'll get to it. The names of the story have been changed, um, but a big part of why I love this story is because, Tom, it's, mm-hmm. this story is from God's country. Adelaide's northeastern suburbs. Uh, Where's my crew? Up the back. Northeast crew. You too? 
Oh, shit. We got you outnumbered, uh, right. buddy. There's a few of them, huh? Yeah. Good luck getting to your car, not getting shanked. <laughs> There's no such thing as the northeastern suburbs. Tom reckons the northeastern suburbs don't exist. It's just the north. There's just the northern suburbs. The northeast suburbs are definitely a thing. And looks- Anything north of Grand Junction, anything north of the, the, the mullet-proof fence is, <laughs> is the northern suburbs, okay? So... I- Look, say what you but, want. But, but you wouldn't think that. We talk to someone and say, oh, I live in Golden Grove. It's northeast, you know, like east, like Burnside. <laughs> it's like, no, northeast, like fucking Salisbury, which is where you actually live. <laughs> Look, Tom, say what you want about the northeast, but statistics are showing it is the, uh, the northeastern suburbs are sure. the fastest growing area for methamphetamine usage. So it's, <laughs> you know, we're, we're doing well there. Yes. So, no, yes, it's great. It's yes. a great place to raise a family. Very productive place. It's a great place to raise a family, but yeah, you still got yeah, a lot of people. People have wars. very clean homes in the northeast. <laughs> so, like just, just one bit of the surface that they're cleaning repeatedly <laughs> for three days on end. But yes. Whew, so let's do it. Let's all have right. some fun. Anyone here ever got a job because of nepotism? It's Adelaide. You all have. So don't fucking lie. I know you have, by the way. <laughs> <laughs> Paul, you going to vouch for me there? Say nothing. <laughs> so, um, okay, who's ever had to work with their parents? You ever had to work with your parents? How fun's that? You're not going to be a good employee if you're working with your parents. No, okay. it's so, it would be horrible, I imagine. But let's go back to 1999, where there was a young guy working for his parents. Okay. Um, this is a tale of two mates, Aaron and Shane. Names have been changed. <laughs> I I'll probably love how it. you picked classic northern suburbs names, though, <laughs> even, though you, even though you changed the names. Aaron and Shane, was it? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, cool. Good names. Yeah, my, oh, yeah. my son's name is Aaron and Shane. It's a hyphened yeah. thing. Okay. <laughs> uh, Aaron was a good. I nearly said his real name. Fuck. <laughs> this is not. This is not going to go well. I'll just guess because you know it's just Dwayne, maybe something along yeah, those okay. lines. Yeah. Aaron was a good lad. Just graduated from a private school in Adelaide's eastern suburbs. No, okay. not northeastern. Not eastern, actually, actually, no, actually, the real eastern Kens- suburbs. Kensington Park okay. somewhere. Right. Kensington. Uh, was taking a gap year or two before studying, going to study at Adelaide Uni. So a good guy. Okay. Know? What was he going to study? Trustworthy younger uh, psychological science. Oh, okay. So not a real degree, but that's fine. <laughs> Bit of a dreamer. That's cool. Trustworthy young guy. Good worker. So much so that his parents employed him at a franchise store they ran. Okay. That store was the cheesecake shop in Modbury at oh. Pelican Plaza. Shh. Do you know where it's going? No, but oh, I. Um, yes, I'm so glad. I was Otherwise, gonna, this night was ruined. I was going to say. You know? um, Does anyone who put your hand up if you know? Okay, good. Just, just a third of the crowd. As franchises go, I think um, the cheesecake shops are right. I've had, cheesecake I've had cake fantastic. from there and it's, it's pretty good. Oh, mate. Well, Aaron could make a good cake. I'm okay. telling you that, Mike. Cool. He was a good worker, good baker, learning right. the trade. And cheesecake shops, you weren't around in the late 90s, but cheesecake shops were huge. They're like, they were eaten a bit. And I think they still are. There's like the new ones opening all the time. They make good cakes, whatever. One day, sure. Aaron's mate, Shane, requests a special order. Oh, Nothing wrong with that. Aaron, got a special order, mate. <laughs> we don't talk like that. <laughs> In the yeah, eastern suburbs. Yes, you do. All right. <sighs> Request a special order. Now, it wasn't... Aaron, you know, Shane knew Aaron was a great baker and he could make a chocolate mud cake just the way he wanted. Right. And this wasn't, you know, a special dietary order. It wasn't one of those gluten-free, dairy-free, egg-free taste-free things that they sell in What's the Adelaide Hills market. What's special about the order, Dan? Um, well, Shane simply requested that Aaron bake the cake with some of Shane's special homemade butter. Oh, I know where this is going. <laughs> yes, okay. Shane then gave Aaron a lunchbox 
with about 250 grams of butter laced with marijuana. Marijuana. So Aaron goes to work on Wednesday, January 3rd. You wonder why the northeastern <laughs> suburbs has a reputation. So Aaron goes to work on Wednesday, January 13th, 1999, and bakes his mate Shane a special chocolate mud cake with his own special butter. Yep. The cake's going to get baked, and so is his mate. <laughs> well, That's where this is going, right? Because I don't know if you know this, the Cheesecake Shop bakes their cakes on the premises, fresh, daily, and there's 225 sure. franchise stores nationwide. Wow. Get okay. in there today for a fantastic cheesecake. Yep. Now, obviously, Aaron is a smart enough guy. He doesn't put the cake out the front in the glass window. Why would you do that? There could no, be a that's mix right. Up. Yeah, it's not smart. And people know how the Cheesecake Shop works. You go in when you're too lazy to bake a cake for your kids, you, you, buy, you buy one, yep. you, put, you put a uh, Paw Patrol topper on top. And or when you happy. just got the munchies. <laughs> Wait and see. So he doesn't put it out the front because that would just be stupid. No, no. He leaves the cake around the back of the store in a fridge. Okay. And he labels it not for sale. So people know not to sell this cake. Yeah. He could have just put a dick in the middle of the cake. <laughs> that's a pretty good way to make a cake, you know, undesirable for customers. But yeah, that's, uh, labeling it not for sale works as well. So nothing could go wrong with this plan. Obviously. I, I can't see obviously. anything. Obviously. Aaron's a smart guy wrong. until the completely predictable happens. Someone comes in and then they don't, they're like, I want a chocolate cake. And they say, we don't have one, but let me check out the bag. This is exactly what happens. Yeah. I knew this is, oh, I says not for sale, but we could always just bake another one. That's exactly right. They're baked on premises. What could be, what could be so hard about that? <sighs> a Ridge Haven mother was oh, doing gosh. a family get together that night for her son's 17th birthday party. Oh, <laughs> seven, oh, to be 17 again. Oh, mate. Didn't you love those days? He's going to have a great party. <laughs> Uh. So it was the standard, he was having his big 17th party with his mates on the weekend kind of thing, but this was the standard midweek family get-together catch-up, you know, you, you, yeah. you do. Yeah, let's just um, eat an casual entire midweek, chocolate cake. Yeah, yeah. casual midweek celebration sure. uh, that you do before your, your big party. Um, her son loved the Cheesecake Shop mud cake, so she went to her nearest For store. For good reason. She had to, to love it a whole lot more. <laughs> she went to her nearest store at Pelican Plaza, which used to be my local cheesecake shop, by the way, when we lived at St. Agnes. So, mm -hmm. fun. Um, never got high, though. So, well, not there. Um, so, <laughs> not from the cake. No, I got high in the car park. Oh, yeah. There, but not. <laughs> a, on Benadryl. <laughs> yeah, we, we know. We know. Northern suburbs. So, well, it's northeast. <laughs> so, her mother, I mean, we've been through this a million goddamn times. <laughs> So the mother asked the front counter attendant of the store if they had any chocolate mud cakes left. <laughs> this is He's so like, good. well, we've got it. No, there's a caramel one. There's a banana one. There's a unicorn one. Is he, in, is he into that? Is he into that? She's like, that kind of looks like a dick. <laughs> He'll take change that it, one. Change your design. I'll yeah. take that one. I'll hide it from my son. Yeah, well, maybe we'll later. just put a little thing yeah. on top. So Party she's string. like, look, he really wants a chocolate mud cake and I'm a shitty mother because I've left this at the last minute. I'm, he's like, okay, just let You're me... You're about to get a whole lot shittier. Let me just go back to the back of the store. Looks in a fridge. Surprise, surprise, there's a chocolate mud Actually, cake I do there. have one left. Oh, what are the odds? It's got not, not for sale written on it, mm. but um, the person at the front of the store, the guy didn't know, you know, the, the process that had gone into this very well baked I don't cake. want you to have to wait while I bake you a new one, so you just take this and I'll bake one to replace the one that's in the fridge. Exactly what Sounds happened. like a conscientious employee <laughs> that's just trying to do the best by the customer. So maybe he didn't see the sign. I don't actually know. Or So he checks the special orders book. He's like, well, there's no special orders, so I'm, I'm giving her this cake. So, Or he was just a teenager who didn't care because teenagers don't care when they work sure. at places and it just sure. you know, sold the cake. So he I'll sells the cake, the cake to the yeah. mum. Yeah, the whole thing. 
the whole cake. Okay. It's a, it was a full one. You know, the expensive Yeah, because yeah, I was going to say, at Cheesecake Shop, you can be like, I'll just have a half. I'll yep. just get half baked tonight yep. on, <laughs> on this Tuesday night. But uh, the whole cake, right? Whole cake. Big cake. Okay. Big family. So I'm, get, I'm picturing big... that scene in Matilda where you got like, uh, you know, the kid gets just hoeing into the cake and it's the giant mud cake. So later, um, Aaron, he's washing off his hands after making a, another cake. He, he goes to... The fridge to, to get his mate. Also, did you cake? say it was like two hundred and fifty grams of of marijuana? But, of butter. marijuana, but yeah, yeah. So that's it's that's not a chi- like that's an expensive. Qu- I assume. <laughs> <laughs> oh, and I'm the Dero. Um, <laughs> I assume that that's an expensive quantity of of uh, of marijuana. I so. assume as well. Yeah. Um, I don't so who who would have been pissed mm. off? Initially, just to be like, who took the cake? Yeah, well, that's he's, he's yeah. right. He's like, um, hey, I had a cake in here for special dietary requirements. Has mm. anyone seen it? Special dietary requirements. Checks, <laughs> checks around the store a bit. Nothing. Um, speaks to the salespeople. He's like, yeah, anyone see this cake out the front? And a guy pipes up. He's like, yeah, I just sold it to some woman for, for her son's birthday. Oh, and I imagine that the sound effects would have been something <laughs> like this. Boom, 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 boom. Wah, wah. Aaron's shitting himself. Oh, yeah. As you would be. Could you imagine yeah. yourself in this situation? Yes. Aaron's shitting himself. It's like, I, I couldn't imagine what he's going through his head. You would be at a stage where you were like trying to talk yourself. As like, maybe they won't eat it. Maybe they just want to look at it. Maybe they just want to look at it. Maybe they'll have a bite of it and be like, this doesn't taste like it. You know, it doesn't taste quite like it normally does. They'll bring it back. You'd be trying to reason with yourself. All the while, the cake <laughs> Did was. Did you on get her address? <laughs> Yeah, he's not getting the cake back, is he? No, all no. the while, the cake was on its way to a suburban Ridgehaven home. Nice middle class, fun, yeah. fun times. The family had gathered. Uh, attendees were, this is great, I love this, um, the 17-year-old birthday boy, of all course. Right. His mum, of course. Uh, his 14-year-old sister. Oh, a God. 52-year-old family friend. Right. Two women aged 31 and 50. An eight-month-old baby. Oh, well, they're not going to eat any of the cake. <laughs> Wait, you, you wait and see. Oh, f- <laughs> mate, it's the northeast. We don't know what dietary requirements That's right. are. Okay, well, my right kids have right. nuggets for breakfast. I'm just yeah. not serious. Imagine, <laughs> also, imagine if like he's just getting onto solids, but we'll try him with a bit of cake. <laughs> we'll try him with a bit of cake. Just, I'm touch and go on it. But you said it was, you know, it, it, there's no there's no artificial colours or preservatives <laughs> in it, so we'll, we'll give it a go. Oh no, this is an all natural cake. My baby's eyes are like their pupils are really wide. Really, what's what's going on there? And there's also he really the, likes the cake. The birthday boy's seventy-nine-year-old grandmother. Hey, happy birthday to you! They That's have the cake. Right. Cut the cake. Blow out the candles. She's been scared of flying her whole life. <laughs> take. <laughs> it's not going to be an issue tonight. <laughs> Blow out the candles. Take the knob off the cake. Do what you. Yeah, do. that's right. Um, that's right. Granny's, oh. granny's already happy. <laughs> oh, I put that in my handbag. <laughs> A satchel, a snatchel. I, I don't know. Oh, I don't know where she's going to put it. So anyway, let's all have some cake. This looks beautiful. Where's it from? The Cheesecake Shop. Oh, I love the cakes they do there. Anyway, but Dan, all... if you were really well prepared for tonight's show, this would be the time to just bring out cake. Just I was have a... someone with it. With I a... was actually going to have it on the table oh, beforehand. That would have been great. Um, but yeah, surprisingly, in the northeastern suburbs, I couldn't find any weed. So well, it was weird. <laughs> you liar. My guy was out. <laughs> now, <laughs> for those of you, let's all tuck into the cake. Now, sure. For those of you who don't know very much about marijuana or cannabis, um, squares. Well, you said that half the people in here said that they're from the northeastern suburbs, so I assume that they do, but go on. Give me the details. <laughs> Ingesting marijuana is very different to smoking marijuana. Mm-hmm. What happens when you... Allegedly. 
eat something laced with cannabis, it takes longer to kick in, but the effect is so much more intense. Now? Sure. So you're looking at like rather than 30 minutes to get a buzz on? Yeah. Which is a word I think the kids use. <laughs> Um, you like it's like you know three four hours and and for most people no, that's how they get themselves into trouble right it's that's right you eat more because you don't yeah. realize what's happening so you eat more that's right it's, it's like so rather than having one piece yep people, they'll, people they'll, just they'll have three or four pieces because they're like it's not doing anything tucked into the cake now yeah, sure. I've smoked marijuana a couple of times mum and dad oh, I'm so sorry mum and dad God. but I, oh my I went God. to Mobry High and I played in a reggae band so if you haven't figured it out by now you know. You're not very smart. And mum's from Ingle Farm, so she'd be all over it, I reckon. Ross, Dad, I am so sorry that you had to... This is actually Dan's intervention, so he thinks, it's, he thinks we're all here for a bit of a laugh, but we're actually going to talk to him about just unbelievable... Just a couple so, of... Teenage... Imagine her hearing that for the first time. Teenage experimentation, you know. All the, no. It was a prerequisite at Mobley High to inhale. get in. So, he know. did not inhale. And Dad's from Burnside, so he probably got sold up sold oh, some that, crushed oregano when he went right. to uni or something yeah, like that, right. and he thought it was good. Yeah. Um, but no, like I said, I've... I, it's, I'm not saying it's some innocuous drug, but I've smoked marijuana a few times and it's been generally fine. For you. For you. And sure. we know we've worked in mental yeah, health. Yeah, mental we, know, health yeah. we, we know the devastating effects marijuana can have. So we're not saying it's not a, a harmless drug whatsoever. Sure. Yeah. Uh, but I've eaten marijuana once. Do you know why I've eaten marijuana once? Because you got fucked up. I thought I was fucking dead. <laughs> That's <laughs> what happened. <laughs> Basically... Uh, you eat the marijuana, everything's fine, you're laughing a bit. Then all of a sudden, the world is melting and my heart is climbing out of my chest. That's what it felt like. Yep. I'm just sitting in a chair. Oh, it was the worst neighbourhood watch meeting I've ever been yeah. to, to be honest with you. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> but no, it's, um, yeah, that's why I would never eat yeah. marijuana again. Yeah. But, you know, if that's your thing, do your thing, but it's fine. But I'm just... Using that to show it is a devastating effect. And I'm sorry, Mum and Dad. I'm sorry you've brought your postgraduate friends from uni here tonight as well. Come oh. see my son. He's an amateur historian with some very highbrow humour. Yeah. yeah. Just stories about me pulling bongs and people getting their dicks out. Yeah. <laughs> Dick and fart jokes and people smoking a doobie. So... <laughs> I don't think you can get grounded at 34, can you? You absolutely can and you absolutely will. So. Oh, will? Yeah, I'm getting cut out of the will, that's for sure. <laughs> yeah. So, back to the story. I'm just saying eating marijuana does have devastating effects. They eat the cake. A bit later, they all start to feel a little bit off. Then it gets worse. They're getting sick. And to quote the advertiser... <laughs> I think article, it might be food poisoning, Margaret. Oh, wrong article, wrong article. Uh, to quote the advertiser oh, article that I have family here... Family drugged by <laughs> birthday cake. Oh, that's... That's a bit dramatic. To quote the advertiser there, uh, experience dizziness, nausea, vomiting and hallucinations. Oh. Yeah, that, yeah that's right. That's just, just a good night out. Right? <laughs> good point. Yeah. He knows where it's yeah. at. Yeah. Maybe Dad did go to uni with some cool yeah, guys. I don't know. <laughs> so the birthday boy, surprisingly though, didn't have any. He's like, nah, I've gone off chocolate. <laughs> I wanted the unicorn, Mum. What the fuck? <laughs> So, or um, he didn't have any effects because he was a hardcore marijuana <laughs> user as a 17 year old from the northeastern suburbs <laughs> would be. And he had a piece of cake and was like, What's the problem? Man? So, it's a, he's, he's built I up a tolerance, I barely feel anything. Yeah. yeah, so he's built up a tolerance. Um, so he calls uh, the ambulance and they rush them all to the Mobbury Hospital. They think it's food poisoning, but they're not entirely sure. 
Food poisoning that makes you think the walls are melting. <laughs> yeah. I'm seeing, I can taste colours. <laughs> Probably not food poisoning, but we'll go with it. So they all had tests conducted and they tested positive to can- cannabinoids, um, uh. CBD, marijuana. The next day they're all pretty much fine because that's generally how marijuana yeah, is. Yeah, you sleep it off. Yeah, you sleep it off. It's almost like a wonder drug, I'd say. <laughs> no, I'm not, I'm not It cures cancer. <laughs> Fuck those people who get on my tits. I tell you what. <laughs> no, I support. Yeah. I support the trials. There's some, yeah. there's some benefits to it. Eh, legalize it, Tom. Oh, you know, legalize it and, and, no, and yeah, regulate it. Absolutely. Yeah, no. But uh, anyway, but it does not cure cancer. This is the debate. So, um, well, you know, smoking a spliff will, will not cure your cancer. Oh well, I've seen people. You know, anyway, let's not get into that. <laughs> so, um, oh, where's Reg Spears when you need him? By the way, that's right. <laughs> he'll he'll give you the lowdown. Or what was the 36ers guy name? Oh, Ken Cole. Ken, Ken Cole. Ken Cole. Yeah. Does anyone yeah, know Ken... Ken Cole from the Adelaide 36ers? Yes, yeah. yeah. He, he likes it. Basically, the old coach of the Adelaide 36ers got fired for smoking a joint to cure his glaucoma or something like that. So, But yeah. now he's the but head He would of just the stand 36ers. on the court, right? Yeah. Like, yeah at yeah, half time and just. <laughs> Ooh, yep, yep, alley oop. Oh, that's good. So they call the cops, and also the news gets hold of the story. <sighs> the Tizer. Yeah, so yeah. don't believe what you read. Um, Deft. But I love, I love the story, and it's, it's a great story. It um, is. It's a very good story. The 79-year-old grandmother... Very northern suburb. ...who did... northeast, ...who did not want to be named, said... I love this quote. Oh, it was a love... I don't know why she's talking like this, but let's go with it. Oh, it was a lovely piece of cake, but someone had spiced it up a bit. <laughs> Understatement of the century. Yep. <laughs> it's Mrs. Doubtfire, I think. So, soon after I had a slice, I felt a bit silly... Not long after that, I was completely out of it. That's oh. when I went on a trip to the moon. <laughs> <laughs> oh, excellent. Oh, get it in your grandma. Yes. The, the mother who, who purchased the cake said, Mum, I don't know why she had has a the great same voice. time with the candle as well. <laughs> <laughs> My mum said that she was taking a trip around the world, and I was like, what? When are you going for a trip around the world? Then it started to hit me. Then I noticed my daughter was having a really good time and my girlfriend's husband was really tripping. The advertiser also reports that the eight-month-old baby oh, yeah, had okay. a small slice of the cake but appeared to suffer no ill effects, thank God. <laughs> <laughs> and we'd like to welcome that eight-month-old baby to the stage. <laughs> No. Yeah, cocaine Cassie, everybody. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, people say it's not a gateway drug. <laughs> uh, <but laughs> I would like to say it's... I'm so proud of my hometown, by the it's way. It's the 150th year of Yorktown this year, and cocaine Cassie is from Yorktown. And yes, that's uh, someone on the, on the organising committee for the 150th celebration was like, we want you guys to come and be one of the headline acts. And I was like, can we mention cocaine Cassie? <laughs> I said no. <laughs> We're not doing it. Uh, We're not doing it then. No, they said we could, but only in the last five minutes of the show. But apparently, a family still lives there. So. Yeah. Oh really? Oh well. Apparently, allegedly. <laughs> We're gonna have. We're gonna have a great. <laughs> We're gonna have a great time in Yorktown, oh, yeah, mate. We'll, we'll take some cakes with us. It'll be take great. Some, yeah. Take some headphones. Yeah, <laughs> candles and a whole lot. It's a fucking party. All right. Police launch an investigation as they do. Um, narcs. <laughs> <laughs> 
<laughs> oh, per- now you're laying into the cops. <laughs> yeah, first night we were here, um, I, we told the story of Colin Creed. And I actually had a cop planted in the audience who was the man who caught Colin Creed while he was on holiday. So Dan and was trying Tom- to coax anti-cop jokes out of me, and knowing I, full I well. I did, I did actually. So um, yeah, I'm surprised <sighs> you didn't get beaten again. So. Yeah, well, that's, that's right. Police launched an investigation and apparently there was not, <laughs> not much evidence because the next day the grandmother went back and ate the rest of the cake. <laughs> yes! <laughs> That's not true. That's not true. That's just a joke I made up. That's that would joke. be so good. I'm going on another journey. <laughs> it's cheaper than a cruise. You see how much PO and I'll get the corona now. Fucking hell. Next stop, Mars. <laughs> From the advertiser. Oh, God. Uh, the officer in charge at the well, whole... To be fair, that, that would make sense. She would have the munchies after having... Oh, yeah, you got it. It's, it's a vicious cycle. That's right. Um, the officer in charge at the Holden Hill Police uh, Investigation Branch, Detective Superintendent Bob O'Brien, said the incident was being viewed seriously because people had been poisoned. People had yeah. really been poisoned. And so. also 250 grams worth of marijuana butters probably got a fair bit of street value. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Want to know where that came I from? I imagine... It is unclear how much marijuana had been baked into the mud cake. Well, we kind of found that out because yeah. I read ahead. Yep, yep, yep. Uh, to quote the detective, we'll be making inquiries with a view to prosecuting the person who produced the cake. Oh, we are looking at charges for possession of marijuana, the supply of marijuana, and perhaps even acts to likely cause harm. University of Adelaide drug expert Dr. Jason White said it was not unusual for marijuana users to bake the cake. What a job title. (laughs) Drug expert. There's quite a few drug experts at the University of Adelaide. Yeah, well. well, Some of them are here tonight. (laughs) Quite a few drug experts at Modbury High, so don't get too out of yourself. (laughs) Yeah, none of them go to Adelaide. (laughs) I went to, not not the good uni, no. Um, (laughs) Dr. Jason White, come on. Super TAFE. Dr. Jason White. (laughs) Cough. Every night, people. <laughs> I do all this goddamn hey. research. This takes me hours. I was up to one o'clock for the last for three nights, freaking out. Do I have enough material? It doesn't matter. We already got your money. So do I have enough material to fill out an hour? This yeah. guy just rocks up and degrades me every goddamn <laughs> night. Because I, right Fli- I went to Flinders Uni because I don't live in the ghetto. <laughs> <laughs> I know your street and it is clearly a ghetto. <laughs> yeah, that's better. Um, the, the Dr. Jason White said it was not unusual for marijuana users to bake the cake into drugs or biscuits. You don't need to go to uni to find that out. You do just need to go to Mobbury High. That's right. Or, or just 4chan. There's yeah. plenty of recipes on there. Police yeah. launch an investigation and straight away Aaron puts his hand up and says, yes, I put the weed in the cake. He gets fired. But the From new- his own parents' business though. So <laughs> yeah, I know. They would be like, you're fired. Or, I've done come some back dis- next week, we'll give you a job back. I've done some disappointing things and I'm sure my parents, Exhibit A, are very disappointed in me sometimes, but I don't think they've ever been that disappointed in me where they've had to fire me. They had to fire you from a family business. Yeah, Yeah, that's that's right. That's pretty So he gets fired, but I remember at the time, the news around this story was absolutely huge. Like everyone was talking about it at all the family gatherings. If there was a cake, they'd be like... Cheesecake shop sales went up by (laughs) like 40%. (laughs) Everyone's like, can I get that chocolate mud cake I've ever read about in the newspaper? Yeah, yeah, fucking, yeah. yeah I d- don't worry about the dick candle. You tend to take that off. I don't, I don't yeah. need that. Cost 420? Yeah. yeah. Okay, cool. Cost so, 420. So, why are you laughing? You should not know what, <laughs> Roger, you should not know what that means. He knows what 420 is. He knows what 420 is. We, we got to catch up more. For more family catch ups, I think. <laughs> So, yeah, stoners are lining up at the cheesecake <laughs> shop. Um, uh, it's a gateway cake, though. You know, they want, some of, that, they want some of that special icing next time on the That's top. That's right. Yeah, so. <laughs> 
The PR, the PR was really, yes. really bad for the cheesecake shop. Like so bad, so that their sales actually did drop a little. I would have thought it been the opposite. I would have yeah, thought well, people would be know, like, you know what? That's progressive. The place they're doing it in the US right. now. Why can't? That's they? why they change their color scheme is green, and they're going to just, just <laughs> become. Just become a dispensary when they uh, finally do legalize it. In the future, I imagine a world where you can get a half a cheesecake and half a gram of hashish and a dildo. So that's right. <laughs> um, a statement issued by the Cheesecake Shop Australia said the two uh, the staff member. I read a bit. I wasn't meant to read out. The staff member involved in the bizarre one-off incident. Yes, a young man had been sacked. The cheesecake shop prides itself. Didn't mention that it was his parents. The own he didn't parents mention. He didn't mention that's, that's that. But you know, it's one of those franchisee things, and you do need to you know keep getting their money. So yeah. It'd be yeah. yeah. So the cheesecake shop prides itself on its quality control system and deeply regrets this bizarre reach of operating procedures and standards. What about the guy that sold the cake that had the label on it that said "Don't sell this cake"? <laughs> yeah, breaching standards right there. Well, absolutely. He absolutely. could have been selling a non-gluten-free cake to someone who thought it was. I mean, probably not in '97, but yeah. um, that's more of a recent thing that yeah people, people weren't celiac back then yeah. well think. they were they were but they didn't they didn't go on about it all the <laughs> fucking time um all right you're a glutard we get it um but i'm just saying he could have you know he could have endangered someone's life by selling the wrong cake or a cake labeled to not be sold so yeah he should be in trouble too he's not he's, he's not, not. Okay, nah, which right. is fair enough so aaron and shane are now facing some pretty serious charges they appear at the Holden Hill Magistrates Court where Aaron stated he cooked the cake in store because he did not want to reveal a trade secret of his cakes. What's there to it? Aaron of Oakton and Shane There's of... 11 herbs and spices. <laughs> mm, mostly the herbs. <laughs> Aaron the, of Oakton... Or as we call it, the herb. Wacko. <laughs> <laughs> There we go. go. Okay, don't know why I did that. Get a bit of Roots Minerva going. Aaron of Oakton and Shane from Highbury pled guilty to possessing cannabis. Highbury. (laughs) Highbury. 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 There we go. Oakton, more like Tokedon. Tokedon. Hey, there we go. Here we go. Or I could have said Roachton, but it wasn't. Ro- it. Yeah, so, well, yeah, okay. yeah. The court heard evidence that there was absolutely no suggestion that the cake had been intended for anyone other than Shane. Lawyers for the pair said the publicity surrounding the case, which was huge at the time, I remember it, um, had been devastating for their clients, with Aaron's lawyer stating that Aaron did not even use cannabis. He's never used cannabis. He's just naturally a dumbass who will make a cake for his mate. Just really liked baking. <laughs> and the distress... It's like that little rat in, in the Ratatouille movie. Just wanted, to be, just wanted to be a great chef, a great pastry chef, and now his career is ruined by his, his friend... And the distress had been compounded by the fact that he had been working for his parents. And I think that would be truly devastating. <laughs> yeah, I think that would be the hardest part if it was your parents' business and you knew you'd like trashed their, their business's reputation <laughs> yeah. by, uh, doing, our, something, by our, doing something that, to be fair, probably most 17-year-olds would... Or however what, what have you got up to when you were 17? <laughs> so, uh, Magistrate Mr Kevin Edgecombe stated, it is clear that this, quote appeared to be a harmless arrangement that went badly astray. <laughs> That's it, an understatement. It really is a story <laughs> the from the second a biggest understatement. <laughs> it really is a story from a sitcom. Um, and the notoriety, notoriety surrounding the case, the magistrate concluded that Aaron and Shane had already suffered enough and there would be no fine or conviction. Hey! hey! We all go crazy for the cheesecake at a cheesecake shop. I think that's that jingle. I'm not going to tell you. 
they were required to pay a hundred. <laughs> they were required to pay a hundred dollars in court costs each. And, that's it. And to deliver one mud cake to uh, <laughs> to the to the chambers of the uh, of the judge. Yeah. He's like, uh, I do actually need a, a cake for a party. Um, yeah, you know what I'm saying. Uh, yeah, make sure the dildo candles. On there, <laughs> So I managed to get in touch with Aaron because in this day and age, it's not if you have someone's full name, it's not that hard to find. Them. And you were like, "Can I? Can you make me a cake?" <laughs> Pretty much, no, no, mum and dad, no, 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 no. no, no. no. Um, not his real name. He now runs a very successful non-drug, non-food related business interstate. Oh, okay. um, he says his story still comes up every now and then with his friends, but he's very glad it fell into that internet black hole where no one, until tonight, knows too much. <laughs> Knows too much about the story. Um, like I said, it's extremely hard to attach this story to him. You have to go through a whole bunch of processes. There's a tiny article inter- on the internet that mentions no names, but it was very hard to find. I'm glad I found it. Um, but his dad, who was presumably extremely disappointed at him, now sees the funny side of him. Funny side of the story. Do they still own? I can't comment on that. Okay, all right. I guess I guess that would give it away. I also it? don't know, so that's why. I, okay. It just sounded, just sounded smarter. And to be way. honest, I don't care. <laughs> <laughs> um, but I remember going into that cheesecake shop. I bet you did. I Pelican bet you were Plaza, going in there and I remember quite you, regularly. I remember you nudging me not long after the incident. Like, hey, let's hope we get the right cake. <laughs> <laughs> that's my dad, by the way. Yeah. Um, and by get the right cake, he was meaning get the weed cake. He wanted the weed cake. Yeah, weed cake. Oh, it's dildo again. Oh, um, so dildo unicorn again. <laughs> Back to the shop. Um, his dad now sees the funny side of it, but his mum still knew, will not talk about the incident. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, that is the greatest ever story from the northeastern suburbs. The weed cake at the cheesecake shop. Thank you so much for coming along. We really appreciate it. Thank you. We made it. Well, that's it. We really thank you all for coming on. Like we said, it's really hard for the little guys to get a leg up at the fringe. Um, so we appreciate you being here tonight. Stick around. Have a beer with us. Have a joint with yep. us. I'll be, have I'll a piece, have I'll a piece I'll be, of I'll cake. I'll be selling them out the back, you know? I'll, yeah. I'll them out and they're doing these shows isn't a piece of cake. It takes a lot of effort and energy on the part of Dan. I <laughs> don't do anything. You literally just rock. Um, you rock up and cock up. So. But for those of you that have come out for all three shows, thank you very much. Yeah, there and are a few of you, Scott. A uh, few of you guys as well, so we really appreciate it. Um, our listenership is growing, which is crazy. If you do want to listen to us, we have a whole range of stories and they're all South Australia. They're all true stories and they're all absolutely insane. And I don't think we're ever going to run out of material because stories like these just keep cropping up yep. every now and then. Yep. And it's great. But it's fantastic to see you all uh, here tonight. Enjoy your time at the Fringe. Listen to us on iTunes or Spotify. Just search Adelol, wherever you get your podcast. Do you have anything else to say? Um, get your toilet paper while it's hot, folks. <laughs> <laughs> no, we appreciate you all crowding so close together. It's uh, you know, a yeah, time yeah, yeah, where you've we... Done, you've done really well. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just, don't, just don't cough on each other. <laughs> Although, to be fair, if you had a bit of a... <laughs> <laughs> it's the it's the it's the spliff. It's not the Kona uh, virus. That's right. Okay, that's enough weed jokes for me tonight. <laughs> Thank you guys so much. We really appreciate. It. Until next time, have, have a, a laugh. laugh. Have a lol. It's, it's Adelol. Adelol. Cheers, guys. <laughs>